Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats, dogs, ducks, mice, everybody that has ears, um, people that don't have feet, um, the dude that um, broke into somebody's car last week. How you doing, partner? Welcome to the Big Back Lounge. I am your fellow Big Back Neek, and I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the pod for the last couple of weeks. It's been very good to hear the feedback from the people. Um, thank you again for listening. If you want to know more about me and what I got going on in the food blog, you can follow me at The Price of Wings on IG, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, all the social media that you can think of. Now, everyone, for the first time ever, well, the second time if you count me on Swag Sandwich, well, my very first guest on the show, I've been knowing this lady for a long time, like, how long, I would say, like, Tumblr days when they first started popping up? For sure. For sure, yeah, Tumblr sure. days. <laughs> Tumblr days. It was a long time ago. Don't seem like it, but it was a long time ago. That's and a good her, 11, 2012? Right. It's over 10 years at this point. Crazy, right? Yeah, it is. We have been to New Orleans and kicked it. I've been to an event, and I've cried in the back. She didn't know I was crying when she was beside her. Her writings, I was sitting in the back, had, had the dust in my eyes. Yes, <laughs> I do cry. Now, she has a book out called The Loneliness Files. And she just got off a book tour. Okay. So say hello to my good friend, Miss Athena Dixon. How are you, Athena? I'm good. How are you? Ugh. Oh, that's not good. That's pretty much it. That's how I feel right now. I feel you. Yeah, but um, I'm glad to have you as my first guest. It felt like you should be the first guest because you had everything going on at this point. And I was just like, yo, I get the person. I just, I feel is a good person that I can talk to about anything, especially in this place, food. Sure. So I'm glad that you took time out of your busy schedule to come on this show. Thank you for wanting to talk to me. Also, you missed a couple cities. We did New Orleans. We did Vegas. Oh, we did do Vegas, New Orleans. We did Memphis. We did New but, Orleans. I mean, New Orleans was the fun one, though. Yeah. Yeah. Two New, New Orleans. Orleans. What'd you say? I said we did two New Orleans. Yeah, two New Orleans. With more yeah. people the second time. Yeah, and that's still the running joke. When I talk to the other people who were on that trip about how they snuck out of the hotel to get drunk and they end up running into you on Bourbon Street. That is still hilarious to me. And they're like, oh yeah, he took care of us. I'm like, good, because y'all shouldn't have been sneaking out of the hotel in the first place. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, where are they going? <laughs> I had no idea they were out. I saw them on live on Facebook and I'm like, hold on. How are they not in the hotel and I am? And it's my birthday. How did they not invite you? That is still hilarious to me. They did not. <laughs> But yeah, that was a good time, though. That was a very good time. But now let's talk about the book, The Loneliness Files, which is out on Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, Tin mm-hmm. House, um, what is it? Bookshop, Hudson, yeah. ebook, cookbook, every yep. book you can think of. Audiobook coming in November. Wow, audiobook. Great. Yes. Who's doing that? Um, the narrator is one of the actresses who is going to be in the Color Purple reboot that's coming out um, on Christmas. Say what? Her name is Amanda Rochelle, and she is currently in production doing the audiobook. 
Wow. I just found out about that. Like, did you ask for that person or did they say, we got this person that wants to do it? No, fortunately, Tin House, they, um, one of the things that they put in the contract when we started negotiating it was I got final say on the actress. So I asked for her and fortunately she said yes. Wow. That's dope. That is dope. You know who I want to narrate my book if I want one? You want to know? Two Chains. Okay, I can I can see that. Yeah, two chains will work. I can see that. That a project pack. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Two chains. I think two chains is spot on. I can I can hear that. Yeah, that works. That works very well. All right, write the book so we can get the audio book. I don't know. My book would be probably hilarious to me, and only me. I don't think so. <laughs> but right. then, all right, I'm gonna think. I'm gonna write on writing. All right. So what do you want to tell the people that haven't, that don't know that you have a book out? Um, so the book itself is just, it's my second collection of essays. My first collection of essays came out in 2020, but this book is subtitled A Memoir and Essays. So it really covers a good portion of my life, but mainly my loneliness and my disconnection over the last couple of years. I wrote the vast majority of the book between March of 2020 and April of 2022, while I was kind of locked alone in my apartment during COVID lockdown and about 400 miles from my family. And so the book looks at a whole bunch of different ways that like loneliness and isolation manifest in a life. So there's essays about dating apps. There's essays about writing fan fiction. There's essays about grieving and deprivation tanks and the algorithm and the Truman Show and the movie Us and Doppelgangers. And so it's just 16 essays that look at all the ways that I've let loneliness and disconnection kind of manifest in my life and thinking about how I can get myself out of it, if it's possible at all, really. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Let me go and get my book so I can hear this. I mean, so I can see, read this, hear this, and imagine the whole thing that you were going through around that time. Yeah, also, like also, I'm trying to figure out, you wrote about Winston Duke, didn't you? Um, a little bit. He okay, sure. He makes an appearance in this essay called "I Was in Love with Jake Cisco," <laughs> about um writing fan fiction and running a fan page and kind of like why I was doing those things. But yeah, I could not write a book that happened over the last couple of years and not mention this man. So <laughs> that's been mentioned in the book. That's how I know we're friends. That I know that she had to write about him. I did. <laughs> I'm getting better though. I'm weeding myself off. I'm I'm doing good. By weeding, I'm, you mean what? I've broken my Winston Duke addiction, I think. A little bit. Just a little. A tad. Just a, little. a tad. Okay. I'm in control of it. It's recreational Winston Duke now. <laughs> recreational. Okay. Okay, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. All right, I'll put the link in the description of the pod so y'all can check it out. So y'all can get one. I'm gonna get mine soon. I owe her at least two books. I need. Mean, I forgot the other one. The other one got messed up in some water. Oh no! I gotta send you another one. I got a whole stack of them in my office. Yeah, that was a weird thing. I was sitting there like, okay, looking around, and we had a flood happen. I was like, oh, it's in the box. And I oh. looked. I was like, yep, it's gone. Now, I got you. I'll send you one. I appreciate it. All right. Now, let's get to the nitty-gritty of things. 
Blue time. Order, first order of business. What's in your fridge right now? Oh, don't do me like that. <laughs> I, I'm bad. I, let me say this. I, I'm a single lady. I live alone. I don't have any children. I don't have any pets. So I order out a lot. So um, right now in my refrigerator, there's some iced tea that I made earlier today. I have some eggs, some shredded cheddar, uh, some alcohol, and uh, various condiments, mm. and I think a bag of salad. I think that's pretty much just all that's in there right now. A bag of salad. It sounds like you're going to make an omelet. I'm not, because eggs are iffy for me. Wow. The only reason I have eggs is because I made my friend some deviled eggs a couple weeks ago. Um, and I made half of the carton and left the rest of them in the, in the refrigerator. But like eggs are iffy. Like I'll, I'll be in the middle of chewing something with eggs in it, like scrambled eggs or an omelet. And then I'll just be like, nope, can't I can't finish that. So <laughs> I make eggs, but I keep them in my refrigerator. Oh, okay. That's interesting. But that's I did cook today technically, even though that's, yeah, I, I technically cooked today. <laughs> okay okay that's interesting though that you don't like eggs but they're still in your refrigerator yeah i'm like the deviled egg queen at my office so i use oh. three mixers, and so people get excited when i make them so i was trying to bribe her for something i can't remember what i was trying to get her to do so i was like i'll make you some deviled eggs and she agreed so that's why there's eggs in there but to cook them now nah. so basically the blackmail people yeah pretty much <laughs> I actually made somebody some deviled eggs one time and he came from another state to put my air conditioner in the window for me. Wow. So I'm confident in my deviled egg skills. Hmm. Deviled eggs has a person come from a whole nother state. Yes. Put your air conditioner up. Yes. That's powerful eggs right there. Yes. Might need to sell them to the United States. Look. Use them. <laughs> I need to get a little side hustle food truck or something with deviled eggs only because <laughs> this sounds hey, it's a niche for everything. For what I've heard. A niche for everything. That is true. Now, next on the agenda, a funny food story. Now I have a funny food story for you, and it involves the lovely state of Florida. Okay. I was looking for one for Ohio. But <laughs> I couldn't figure out anything and everything when I looked at it was something about either throwing something or the cops. And I couldn't figure anything out with food. Don't so, come from my home state. Huh? I said, don't come from my home state. Oh, yours is not that bad compared to Florida. Well, that's true. It is Florida. Exactly. So a Florida man is arrested for throwing a three foot and a half alligator through a window of Wendy's. Drive through. Um, okay. It was a joke to him. But um, now he has been taken into custody by the U.S. Marshals and he was uh, accused of assault with a deadly weapon <laughs> <laughs> illegally capturing an alligator, which is, you can't do that there, and charged with petty larceny. <laughs> um. 
Of all the things to pick up and throw, though, I'm I'm confused about why that was the go-to. Like it's that's Florida. an effort. Like you had to go away from the Wendy's, locate an alligator, pick it up, return to the Wendy's, and then throw the win the alligator through the Wendy's window. It's Florida. It is. Wow. Okay. That's the explanation of everything. It's Florida. Florida. All it right. Now, huh? Logical. That's that's logical. Yeah, on the explanation. Now, you got any funny um, food stories? Oh, gosh. Do I? I don't know if that's funny. But I will tell you that, like, people who know me now would never guess that I was, like, a vegetarian for, like, hardcore vegetarian for, like, seven years. Um, because I had a um, bad hamburger that... Locked, me and my family all at the same time got food poisoning and it locked down our um, household bathroom. We had live in a house with one bathroom and that itself was comedy trying to determine who's going to have priority in the, in the, the food poisoning. Um, and I ended up being a, a vegetarian for seven years. And the back end of that though is, is like, I knew that my longest relationship was like the person I should have been with because he plied me with steak and I broke my seven year streak of vegetarianism to eat a steak in order to be his girlfriend. Um, we still broke up though, but <laughs> that, that steak was delicious. Back on the meat. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something inappropriate, but I'm not. <laughs> I oh, sorry. We're going there today, everybody. We're not. I would be good. You'll be good this time. I'm gonna be good. Brandon's gonna be great this time. We're gonna. I'm gonna be respectable and nice right now, and not say what I Ah, yeah. Bets in the meat. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> With seven years, no meat. Seven years. Seven straight years. Seven whole years. Seven whole years, and then a man was like. Do you want this meat? And I was like, yes. And um raising. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, I did it again. Also, shout out to baby sis. Yes. The homie. That was my travel partner last week. What happened? That was my travel partner last week when I was on tour. She spent the first week of my book tour with me. Wow, I didn't know that. She um all my dates in Ohio, so it was me and her traveling and staying in hotels and hanging out for the week. That was okay. Really How did her husband feel about that? He was he was good with it. Oh, okay. He was. Yeah, because I was like, oh, she just bounced. <laughs> I mean, she could have been gone the whole two weeks with me, but she wasn't. She's only gone one of the weeks. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And shout out to the husband too as well. He a cool guy. He is. Michael is very cool. Shout out to Michael. All right. Last of my segment food questions. Mm -hmm. It's like a a fuck Mary Kill type game. Okay. It's called fried, grilled, or roast. Okay. Roast is considered the bad one. Fried okay. considered the best one. Grilled in the middle. Okay. Now, I looked at the tour. Mm-hmm. I saw the cities you went to. Okay. So, fried, grilled, or roast, the food in New York, D.C., or Boston? 
Um, I'm gonna give Boston the roast. Ooh. Um, I will. I will give Boston the roast. Do I have to explain why? You don't have to explain, but you can. I'm gonna explain. Boston is a roast because I was only there for really one night and I only got to eat one place there. Um, and I had tacos, which were okay. They weren't the best, but the drinks were really good. Um, I'm going to give it out of New York and DC. I'm going to give New York the grilled. Okay. And I'm going to give DC the fried because I ate good food in DC, like some really good food in DC. Okay. What you eat there? Um, I had these deviled eggs with crab on top, which were surprisingly delicious. And I had this amazing steak and mushrooms and this drink called the mint condition, which was vodka, simple syrup, honey, mint, and like a, a blood orange like topper. Delicious. Okay. So good. I just found that as a blood orange whiskey. Ooh. I'm going to go looking for it. Ooh. I don't drink look- dark liquor too often, but. Yeah, it sounds tempting, so I'm going to look for that one and then see if they have it here. Okay. Because um, most likely they might have it in one spot, but they're not having it in my other spot. So I'm going to look mm-hmm. at them too and then go from there. No, I only have like, I have a little mini bar in my kitchen. I don't drink very often at home by myself. But my friend, when I signed my first book deal, she bought me a um a bottle of Writer's Tears Irish whiskey. And I have been nursing that same bottle of whiskey for like three years at this point. Um, wow. But the moonshine that I have and the vodka that I have, I can get through a lot quicker. But brown liquor and me are not the best of friends. Awesome. So you are uh, clear liquor? Clear liquor only for the most part. Wow. I love, like, my go-to drink is a standard vodka and cranberry. Um, Sometimes I'll have, like, lemon drops. If I'm doing shots, it's going to be tequila. I drink moonshine because I'm from Ohio, and my dad has a moonshine connect. (laughs) So um, I keep a jar, a mason jar of moonshine in my house. But, yeah, clear liquor only for the most part. You got to really convince me to do brown. Yo, my uncle is my moonshine connect. (laughs) (laughs) And it's always the like, and it's dangerous because for me, at least it doesn't, people are like, when you think about moonshine, people are like, oh, it's like so strong and you can't handle it, it's going to burn. I'm like, then they're not doing it right because that moonshine is smooth and I can drink it with no mixer. I'm like, right. so it's dangerous. I try to, I make um, drunk gummy bears out of it for my friends sometimes. That's but, smart. Yeah. Like that or... White wine soaked gummy bears is my other little treat that I make for them. Mm. They're like melatonin because they'll put you to sleep. But yeah, me and brown liquor, not the best of friends. The worst night I ever had drinking was me mixing. Well, that's probably not because of brown liquor. I was mixing a lot (laughs) that night. Don't blame the brown. I mean, it was in there. I was mixing though. So that's probably the problem. They blame the brown like that. The brown. The brown. Like, I got some of those. My friend Marisol bought me some of the pre-mixed Jack and Cokes. They're, like, in the little Coke cans. Yeah. And 
they've been in my refrigerator. I drink one of them and they've been in my refrigerator for months because I just, me and the brown liquor just, we're not friends. Wow. Months of that in your refrigerator. I need to. Yeah, you need to drink those before they go back in your refrigerator. But that only well, thing I've probably been drinking there since I have some Jamaican rum punch in there that I'll probably finish off at some point soon. But yeah, I had the last Jamaican rum punch I had that mixed it with pineapple. Ooh. And by God, everybody was drunk <laughs> at the time. And he had it in a Gatorade 128 quart jug. Oh. Oh my God. <laughs> so everybody was towed up by the time it started at like eight. Everybody got there deep around nine. Mm -hmm. Everybody was drunk by 11. I would imagine. Yeah. It made some very interesting details of who not to date. That's how <laughs> crazy <laughs> it was. I don't have like, like, I can only think of one time that I really was like, I got to some an event and then I don't remember too much after. And I think that night I had, I know that I had vodka and cranberries. I know I had rum and pineapple at Jaeger Bombs. I took a beer flight and I don't like beer at all. But you I took it anyway. Lemon drop and something else. And that night was a blur. Um, a blur. But yeah, mine, mine recently when we homecoming because I forget what oh. was going on on Saturday. What were you drinking on? When the game was over. I'm going to tell you what happened. The game was over and one of my friends, you know, we um went to get the car. We was on media stuff, so we get the car. He went this way. I went another way after he dropped me off. And one of my friend's uncle, he had the tailgate set up. He had oxtails and chicken and all types of other stuff left. So I pulled up. This thing I know, they said, oh, we got all this here. I was like, you know, they had little punches and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I had one punch and it was like purple. I don't know what it was called. See? I don't even remember what it was called. <laughs> And I'm eating my oxtails. I'm drinking and eating. Drinking and eating oxtails. And the last I remember was this Delta coming across and was like, hey, can you give me this? And I'm grabbing what she wanted me to get. And I don't remember nothing after that. Oh, my gosh. See, I'm a little jealous because when I was in D.C. last weekend, it was the tail end of um, Howard's homecoming. And I didn't get to go to HBCU. I wanted to really bad, but it just didn't happen because money and I got scholarships, more scholarships at another school. But I just one thing I want to do at some point in my life is I want to go to like a real homecoming. Um, I'm so jealous. So uh, jealous. I think my school will be Howard's homecoming next year. Okay. So the tempting nature of wanting to go up there for homecoming. I'm tempted, but at the same time, I don't know. It's Howard and Washington, D.C. And I got planned that a year ahead because um, yeah. I am not going to be paying half of my body for a hotel. Right. 
Nashville already doing that right now, so I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. But they can go next year. Yeah, I'm like I'm just gonna show up at somebody's homecoming. Like, like when did you graduate? Like, don't worry about that. <laughs> I graduated, maybe not from here, but I graduated. They're not gonna um, ask where what year you graduated. At least just one time, and that's it. Like, sure, I graduated. What dorm? I don't know. <laughs> but this is sad because, like, I've never gone back to any of my alma maters' um, homecomings. I have three. Like, I've been I've graduated from three schools, and I've never gone back for homecoming. I'm like, I'm talking about going to somebody else's homecoming. I probably should get that together. Right. The crazy thing, go to Delaware States. I could. It's not too far. What is that? Two, three hours. Uh probably less than that because. I can get to Jersey from right now, and that's not too far off from Jersey. So maybe hour, hour and a half, maybe. Oh, okay. Because I can get to New York in an hour and a half. Right. I might show up. Who knows? Yeah, you got plenty of time to do a HBCU homecoming. You got plenty of time. Or I'm about to go back to school again. <laughs> Why? Stop I, it. I want a PhD. I do. Do I need a fourth degree? No. Do I want one? Absolutely. Okay. Anywho, let's get back to food. Yes. Because you, no, you're not going back. No, stop. Um, Maybe. Whatever. We're going to make sure you don't go. I'm going to talk to Marisol about this. Please don't. We're going to have a good conversation with her, and then we're going to make sure you don't go back. All right. I had a topic talking about brunch. Mm-hmm. I want to know your thoughts on brunch. I'm a fan. Um, I'm a fan of the actual the the food and the the conversation and the friendship of brunch. I don't like some of the brunch culture. I think um, like I want to just be able to go out with my friends and have some mimosas or some bellinis and just enjoy company I don't want it to feel like I'm going to the club during the day and I think depending on where you are it can feel like that um but yeah I like brunch I, I don't have a problem with that I just don't I don't want to be I don't want to perform I just want to go have my food and I want to have my drinks and I don't care about it being photogenic or I don't care about it being entertaining I would prefer it not to be loud but I guess part of that is finding your own little special spot that isn't what you don't want, I guess. But I don't have a problem with brunch. I don't like the brunch boots that men wear sometimes, but that's my own personal preference. <laughs> that is why I wear sneakers. But I, I think you er I think you are saying the same thing that a lot of people tell me when they think about brunch. They're tired mm-hmm. of being a day club. Yeah. But People still come out in big numbers, so it's going to be a day club forever right now. Yeah, me and um, a couple of friends, me, Marisol, and Kim, actually, for Kim's birthday, we found a brunch at the Four Seasons, and it was like a bottomless mimosa or bellini brunch, and we went like on a, like a Sunday during the day, I think it was, and we're thinking, it's in like the Ritz-Carlton. It's going to be like quiet little little vibe. It was not. <laughs> um, it was. <laughs> Every flash camera, loud singing, Instagram reel and TikTok like content creator. And we enjoyed ourselves at our little table, but there were times during the course of our conversation. Now, I guess mine, I should say that we're, we were older than most of the people there, which was surprising. 
Um, but there were some times we couldn't enjoy our conversation because we had to wait till the other noise died down in order to be able to like hear each other across the table. Um, but the brunch itself was amazing. It was just like, I kind of did feel like I was in a club during the middle of the day. Mm, I think, you know, find you that one spot that you should be quiet in, find you the one spot you can be loud in. That's what I feel. Right. Got like, to I that think, point. Yeah. Like, I think there's, like, I know me, like, I'm not expecting, like, I'm not a, a nighttime club person anymore. In college, absolutely. Not so much anymore. Um, So I wouldn't go out and expect that. It's just sometimes you just need a little bit of, a little peace. But I haven't found my spot yet, but hopefully soon. And how long you been in Philly? Nine years. <laughs> you haven't found one spot that you can have your peace and quiet at. Well, we have our little like favorite places we go for like dinner and for late or early dinners and late lunches and stuff, but we haven't found like a brunch spot yet. But I don't go to brunch too often. We usually stick to dinner oh, and okay. we have spots here. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. I'm going to do some research on that. I, I mean, I have like... Like I said earlier, like I'm, I order food entirely too much. I might <laughs> order food tonight. I don't know. Depends on how I feel. But mm. like if I have, like we're usually, we in a Cuba Libre pretty often because we have really good drinks in the happy hour. Their happy hour menu is pretty good. We go to Bud in Maryland's all the time for their chicken. Um, We go to Mixto for their Mixed over Elvis for their like frozen margaritas and their menus. And then if I'm ordering, there's a Colombian place called El Bonchinche that I order from a lot that I really love. Um, yeah, I I have my spots. I just don't have a brunch spot. Okay. That's understandable. Yeah. You have everything else but a brunch spot. Not bad. Somebody can find, somebody recommend one for me. Uh, I, I find somebody in Philly. I'm gonna find a Philly food you're block. Right you're in Philly, tell me where to go. Gotcha. But I would like, well, you know, Zoom don't, you know, have a lot of minutes on it for some yeah. reason. I don't know what they be doing. They got time limits now. I don't know what's going on, but time is being cut short because Zoom is being a little bit of a bitch. But <laughs> I would like to say thank you again, Athena, for joining me on this lovely day to talk about food, getting drunk and wanting to go into an HBCU homecoming. I do. And, and the book, which is out, it's Alone in the Files. I will say this. I'm going to be this bold. If you are a member of Omega Sci-Fi and you went to HBCU... Stop, stop, okay, stop. Don't, don't, me, don't do this. Please, please do. Don't do this. I don't <laughs> have time. So sorry. You haven't learned anything. I haven't. You haven't. I haven't. I'm sorry. I'm not even Omega. I know. No. Don't do this to yourself. Just saying. I'm not trying to. I'm intrigued. I'm not trying to put. It's not going to be a loneliness files Omega edition. <laughs> if they act right, they won't. They won't be in the next book. All right, just... everybody. Thank you for joining <laughs> the Big Back Lounge. We're going to close the bar up because Athena is tripping again. I'm sorry. And. <laughs> That's all right, dude. You know, it's all love for Athena. <laughs> um, she just tripping right now. But thank y'all for listening to the Big Back Lounge. I'm going to put the link for Athena's book in the description and wherever I put it on the internet. And I think you got anything else you want to say other than 
Omegas and HBCU, please? Um, thank you for having me. <laughs> I hope that if you read the book, you find something that resonates with you. And um, drink light, clear liquor only. See, this is <laughs> this is why we're friends. Someone has to be the devil, and I got to be the angel. This is why we're friends. Yes. But thank you again, Athena. Everybody, thank you for listening to the Big Back Lounge. Always remember that your Big Back ass is always welcome in the lounge. Peace.